We're back. Belief builds bridges. Today we're going to talk about the way we how we're made. I mean, besides the the, the, the flesh and the bones and, and the blood and the skin, that's components that make up who we are. But I'm talking about those inside pieces to who we are. Like the way how we think, the way how we feel, the way how we handle disappointment. I mean, that's who we are. That's what we're made of. But how we talk about it, how we handle it, how we see it is, is different. And disappointment, heartbreak, stinking thinking, that's a part of our emotion. And if that's broken or need to be fixed, How do we do that? Is there a cast for your heart or a, a cast for the, the, the way you think? Or is there a cast to feel fixed like experiences that you had in your life? I mean, I know before I found out how awesome God was, the self-medicated ways I used to fix myself I mean were they correct probably not I mean if I had a hard day fine I'd have a drink if I was heartbroken I'd find someone else if I was disappointed I looked at another way of doing things but was it correct There was a time I broke my arm and I went to the doctor and he gave me a cast. I mean, if you're from the old school, like I'm from the old school, you'd get a plaster and it would harden over where you broke. And you'd wait a couple weeks or a month or whatever it may be and you'd wait till that part of your body fixed and they broke the cast off and they hope it healed correctly, and if they didn't, they'd break it again and put the cast on. And, but when I broke when I broke my arm, it wasn't like that. They 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 had some plastic and some hard plastic and some screws and some nuts and some bolts. So they they screwed me together and, and, and fixed me. And I asked the doctor, I'm like, why don't you use plaster like you used to? And he's like, well, Chris, the way how your arm was broke, we weren't gonna do it this way, so the healing process would be correct. That's okay, fine. But it set off like a light in my head, like I didn't know that healing could be done incorrectly. And that's what made me come to the part with your emotions. So if you've been disappointed, you had went through heartbreak like everyone else, and the way how you were thinking 
was stinking. There's a remedy, but there has to be a correct one. Am I against psychiatrists and medication? No, absolutely not. The ones of us that need it, we need it. Me per se, I'm uh, I'm gonna go with the one who created me. Let me give you an example. I bought a car, and you know the cars now they have push start, so you can press start, but. There's another part in there where you can pull out a little key inside and that can open the door and it can open the trunks and it can open the stuff like when your, your fob or your key thing, the battery is dead. But when I got this car, I, I, I didn't get the skeleton key, that's what they call it. So I called around a couple locksmiths and I asked them, you know, I have... Uh, XF Jaguar and uh, I, I need the, the skeleton key and most of the locksmith told me that um, that's a dealer only part and I said okay fine so I went to the dealer and went with the title and they actually ordered me a skeleton key but that kind of shed the light on the picture a lot of times when you have something broken that needs to be fixed, you have to go back to who actually created that part. And then that made me think about if there's something broken with a human, we need to go back to the creator. I believe that God is the one who created us. So he's the one who heals us, who fixes us. I mean, one of his names is Jehovah Rapha, the God that healeth thee. So now I started seeing healing in my in my life. And I had to experience it. And one way I would do it is, well, several ways I would do it, but one of the ways that I remember the most, that, that stands out to me most, is meditating on his word. Speaking his word over whatever was broken or that needed to be fixed in my life. And when I started it, it started by me saying the scripture over and over again. One of my favorite scriptures. By his stripes I'm healed. And I kept saying it. I kept saying it over and over and over and over again to it it, it it started to work. The first couple times I can't say, I mean, it was working. Let me get it correct. It was working, but I didn't see any manifestation of it working. So the first thing is when you don't see something, you don't believe it. I mean, that's a human characteristic. But in the realms of the supernatural, you have to walk by faith. Faith is what? Believing what God said his word says. You got to believe it. You got to keep meditating on it. You got to keep saying it. Scripture that comes to mind is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declared the Lord. Plans to prosper you 
and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. That's a lot. And I started to take it bit by bit, piece by piece. Like when I eat a meal. I, I, I can't take one serving and eating it on a spoon and swallow it one time. I gotta eat it bit by bit, pit, piece by piece. And that's how the word is. You gotta take it bit by bit, piece by piece, but it's gonna feed you. It's gonna strengthen you. It's gonna nourish you. It's gonna take you where you need to go. But you have to start somewhere. Some scriptures you're going to have to Google for whatever healing or circumstance or situation you might find yourself in. But it's going to get you to where you have to get to. And what you have to do is you have to be relentless. You have to be persistent. You have to continue to do it until the manifestation becomes obvious to you. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious for anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart, your mind, Jesus Christ. Because at first you're going to look at the logical aspect of it and say, well, if I say this over and over and you're, you're human and you're not seeing any change, you're not seeing any manifestation of something, you're going to be like, this is not working. Let me try something else. That, that, that's what you're going to think. But I, I'm going to tell you today, no, you, you keep saying the word of God. You keep speaking it over your life. And when you continue to do that, you're going to see a manifestation. I mean, I'm going to give you an example with Jesus. They were, Jesus and the disciples, they were walking by and Jesus was hungry and he went to the fig tree and he went to go look for a fig to eat. And there wasn't any fig there at all. So Jesus cursed the fig tree. He said, I curse you. Now, you're thinking about Jesus, the Christ. You would think like, okay, he cursed the fig tree. Oh, that's a little funny. And Chris, what are you saying? But when the disciples walked by a couple of days later, they started to see the manifestation of the words in which he spoke. And the fig tree started to wither up. When he cursed the fig tree, it started to wither at that same exact time but you didn't see the manifestation. The natural eye didn't see it, but it still was working. That's how the supernatural works. But you gotta be relentless. You gotta be tenacious. You got to believe. If we go to Matthews eleven twenty eight, it says, come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. There's a lot of times we're going to go through things in life that 
we're going to be disappointed. We're not going to feel comfortable with We're going to feel uncomfortable. But you bring it to God. You find a scripture and you continue to say it over and over and over and over and over and over till it starts to work for you. And if you do that, I guarantee you, it works. Second Corinthians 4, 8 through 10. And it says, we are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry on our body the death of Jesus Christ so that the life of Christ also be revealed. See, the death of Christ was only for three days. He rose on the third day. He ascended. He sits on the right-hand side of the Father. So being that he did that, it's possibility for us in every circumstance and situations that we went through that we can overcome. It is written. But we have to accept that as a part of our reality. We have to understand what saying scripture over and over, meditating, spending some quality time with God, getting intimate with him, makes life that much more worth living. Psalms 46, verse 1 and 2. God is our refuge and our strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth may give away and mountains fall into the heart of the sea, we will keep believing. We will keep knowing that he's always there for us. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. God will ride with you like four flats in a Cadillac. Psalms 7120. I like this scripture. It, it, it's kind of a new one to me, but it's breathtaking. Man, it will do something to you, your psyche, and everything that you're made of. Though you have made me see trouble, many and bitter, you will restore my life again. From the depth of the earth, you will again bring me up. Psalms 147.3. It's another one of my favorite ones. He heals a broken heart and binds up wounds. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives you. Do not let your heart be troubled and 
don't be afraid. When you start to get these scriptures in your spirit, it changes the way how you look at things. It gives you a, a, a different lease on life. You, you, you look through life through a different lens. So I'm going to say, are you, are you religious? Are you spiritual? Look, let me tell you something. When you can meditate scripture and keep it in your heart, walk around with it, note cards, whatever you have to do to, to get it in who you are, it changes you. It gives you confidence. People who are around you will notice the difference. It's the best motivational class that you'll ever have because this is more than motivation. This changes who you are. You can be motivated for a moment and go back to who you used to be when you see some hardship. But when you start to absorb the word of God into who you are, once it starts to become a part of who you are, you change for the better. You start to do things that you couldn't do before. The impossible now becomes possible. And these scriptures are really detrimental, especially if you went through like emotional hardship and disappointment and, and you start to think stinking, stinking thinking. Because a lot of times what you think is what you become. So if you can have a renewed mind and start to think like Christ, why are you thinking like Christ? Because you're doing what Christ does. You're becoming who Christ is. The Bible tells you he was a word and he became flesh and dwell amongst men. Now we're using the word and it's becoming a part of who we are to make us successful in every avenue of our life. I can talk to him blue in the face, but if you don't try it, you won't know that it works. So try it. You might like it. If you don't know Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, it's a confession. Will you just invite him into your heart like we're going to do now? Christ, come into my heart. I'm a sinner looking for a Savior. I believe you died and rose on the third day and you now sit on the right-hand side of the Father and I want you in my heart. If you can make that confession, there's a party in heaven with your name on it right now. Well, I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you like it, share it. Sharing is caring. And on that note, belief builds bridges. <laughs>